welcome back to Engaged in Rec, and here is another episode of Real Life Stories from the Rec Desk. And I just wanted to reflect a little bit on the past year and a half and over COVID and some of the things that have changed program-wise for myself throughout this journey of COVID that we've had to experience. Um, Back before COVID, and I was just starting out in our new retirement community, so you're getting to know everybody and you're kind of getting to know the feel of how residents like to participate and what types of activities that they really enjoy participating in. And that's all great. And that was fine. And we got a lot of participation and a lot of um, activities that were a variety of sorts. Um, We had our crafty crew. We had the very intellectual group. We had the very physical people. We had the aquafit group. We had um, the people that were interested in reading and knitting and we had all of these different people and beforehand my goal was to try to implement programs that I could facilitate for all of these different groups well I'm not a knitter and nor do I read all of the same books that our residents read I can facilitate fitness programs and I can facilitate art programs but I'm not an artist and I think that during COVID when I was forced to take a back seat on facilitating things and really have um, smaller group options available. And this was the time that we were still allowed to have instructors coming into the building, but we weren't allowed to have more than 10 people in a group. I really tried to pick on the small niches that were within the community. So I looked at those book club participants and I looked at those um, artsy type people and I looked at the fitness crew. And so what I did was instead of um, taking away everything when COVID happened and trying to limit the amount of people that were coming in, I used the skills and the abilities that our residents currently had. So I looked at our really physical fit people and I asked one of them if they would be interested in leading a shuffleboard group. So a small group leading shuffleboard. Another person was interested in leading a bocce ball team. Another person was interested in leading a paint group. Somebody introduced a book club, one of our residents. Another one said, of course, I'll take over the knitting group. From there, we introduced a green thumb club, so gardening. We introduced a jewelry club where they made bracelets for all of the residents and boutonnieres for the men for a party that we had in the summer. That was our one-year anniversary. It was lovely. Um, We've had many, many different groups that have come together and been created throughout this process. And I think that was a hard pill for me to swallow because I've always been in the position where I'm leading and I'm facilitating groups. And in this instance, I had to take a back seat because for once, this wasn't my program anymore. This was their program. And I was behind them, supporting them and providing them with all of the supplies that they needed in order to lead a successful group. So at this point, it's not my program, it's their program, and I'm here for them. And by doing so, that leads to a more purposeful life for them. It gives them something to look forward to, something to keep them engaged in a time that where they're not able to go out and, for instance, volunteer. If they used to volunteer in the community, for Meals on Wheels, or they used to volunteer in the community at a 
a food bank or something like that. It provided them the opportunity to continue their volunteer experiences within the community that they're living. So it gave them the chance to continue to be the person that they've always been in an atmosphere that was completely abnormal during COVID times. And it really assisted me as well. So instead of trying to provide them programs like hour after hour after hour after hour to keep them busy instead of providing meaningful programs, they were able to go in there and have small interest groups with people that really engaged in the programs that were important to them. So we didn't have people that weren't interested in book club going to book club. We had only the group of people, the small group of people that were interested in the topic. So we called them interest groups. We also started welcome committees so that anytime that a new resident was moving in, the small group of people that were interested in becoming welcome committees, they were able to create this group and with their input, create an amazing welcoming committee program. We were able to have residents begin a carving, a wood carving club, because he was interested in it. And he might only have one extra person doing this, but it was a time that he was able to connect with that other person and create a wood carving club that was meaningful and purposeful to him because that was the background that he had. During COVID, I also had a really great opportunity to have a few students and with their experience in therapeutic recreation and social service work, we were able to create some afternoon biography programs and that was to really connect with the residents, find photos, like sit down with them, really dig deep and learn about the history of their lives. So they were able to look at photo albums and share stories that were really personal and and also stories that they'd like to share with others because we would put it into a PowerPoint and go on Zoom and share their history with the rest of the residents that were participating on Zoom. It was a really, really great experience. We learned so much. I was able to connect with residents in a way that I had never done before. And it was a really great time to just take these moments that we're in COVID and we don't know what we're doing. Every day changes so much. And just sit back, relax, and learn from other people. So I learned so much from the residents that we did afternoon biographies with, but I also learned from all of the people that were creating their own committees. I let them take the the reins and I just sat back and learned from them, learning how they lead their committees that they're on or how they lead the programs that they're on. Um, and it, it was just a really great experience to take these back roles, as uncomfortable as it was at the very beginning. It definitely taught me some big life skills that although I'm a recreation therapist, I don't need to be leading and I don't need to be facilitating for every program that I do. I just need to be in the background and support those around me. And I think that's what I'll keep with me. And if I didn't learn anything over COVID, that's the one thing that I did learn is that it's okay to let go and let other people have that chance to lead. I hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Have a great one. There we have it for today. Thank you all so much for joining me. I'm so thrilled to have you here. As always, I'm just a recreation therapist looking to help other recreation therapists out, giving you the tools, the resources, and all of the fun that's available in the world. I hope you have a fabulous day. Check me out next time.